0: Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, HealthLock.com. Go there today. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, it is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. we well, come in to your city
1: Gonna play our guitars sing you a country song We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner
2: And if you want a little
0: bang in your yin-yang, come
3: along I'm being indicted
4: for you, and I believe the you is more than 200 million people that love our country. They're out there.
5: The Hunter Biden story The scandal, the this, the that. It's also the story of a father's love.
2: I was just thinking, uh, uh, anyway, I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. Freedom is back in style. Welcome
4: to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Show. Sean Hannity, the new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More
2: behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All
0: right, news roundup, information overload hour, Eight hundred nine four one sean if you want to be a part of the program. Now, we have gone over a lot of blockbuster information we have two whistleblowers that we have now heard from from the IRS. Uh, the most outspoken, Gary Shapley, uh, he went on with our friend, editor-in-chief of justthenews.com, investigative reporter Gary uh, Shapley did uh, with John Solomon. And uh, anyway, I want to play some of this interview because it was a really, really enlightening interview he talks about the G- DOJ and their political interference. And he talks about Hunter Biden being treated differently than other tax cheats and how those people would have been charged with felonies. Uh, he talks about Hunter Biden not paying his taxes. Even in the years 2017 and 18, the amount of money is far greater than that which we were led to believe with this, you know, slap on the wrist plea deal with no jail time that he got handed down to him. Uh, and he talks about how hunter actually evaded taxes and for example in the case of burisma money would go to china and be sent back in the form of loans well we had heard about the five million dollar forgivable no interest loan was it like that in other words you don't have to pay taxes on it and also shapley went on to say how much he has recovered for american taxpayers which is significant this is john solomon's interview with gary shapley
3: so if you're specific specifically talking about the burisma income for 2014, there was even conservatively, it was $400,000 unreported burisma income on his income tax returns. And there, you know, that was around, uh, you know, 120, $125,000 tax. And owing as a result of that failure to report that income. And uh, so that's still outstanding. And because, you know, 2014 and 15 was denied by uh, the DC U S attorney, and then D- David Weiss uh, requested special counsel authority didn't get it, that they allow that statute of limitations to expire, um, even though the defense counsel had signed extensions on that previously. So there, there's no legal remedy to, to go and get that money um, unless he does it voluntarily. The only thing I can opine on his motive is, is what I said during uh, my, my transcribed interview was that um, you know, he did set up uh, uh, a whole nominee apparatus with Devin Archer and Rosemont Seneca Bow High, and um, and that money was diverted to that nominee organization. So uh, it's pretty classic uh, a tax evasion scheme, and it was uh, it was for the purpose of of not paying taxes on this income. And then we see the next the classic tax evasion scheme is when that money goes back to you. It's it's somehow classified as a loan. So, you know, even the parties didn't treat the money the same because, uh, Hunter Biden's telling his people that there are loans to him and, and Devin Archer and Rosemont sound like a bow are booking those as expenses on their books. So even the two parties that, that the of the supposed loan didn't treat that the same way.
1: Gary, this is what you've described as textbooks you know, uh tax direction,
3: right? This is like day one in the academy. Yeah, that, that that's correct. I mean, this wasn't the, the, the trace of the money, you know, had some complexities because it had some international aspects, but, um, you know, there's clearly a contract that, that we have that is between Burisma and Hunter Biden. When Hunter Biden gets paid that money, um, it's tax, it's taxable right then. And he diverts it to a third party And then comes back to him, you know, as a purported loan and, uh, the, the whole part about, uh, explaining this, uh, uh, is, is just, you know, can additional affirmative acts of evasion, how he, he, uh, created the scheme to aid and then tells, you know, his people that, that these are loans. Taking these to, uh, DC and to the California U S attorney's office and, um, and being denied, it was uh, obviously uh, the injection of of political influence since, of course, those two U.S. US attorneys were uh, um, uh, appointed by the subject's father, which are obvious conflicts of interest. And and to add to that, we have, uh, you know, Attorney General Garland, you know, when when he's ever questioned about this case and why he doesn't need a, a, a special prosecutor, on this case, he's saying, because, you know, uh, David Weiss is in charge and, um, it just isn't the way the facts worked. It isn't the way this case went. And, um, ultimately, uh, on October 7th, 2022, when, when, uh, uh, U.S. Attorney Weiss confirmed that, uh, DC had in fact declined to allow charges to be brought there. And that he had requested special counsel authority and was denied. Um, that, that, those were definitely driving factors and, and me coming forward. Um, as well as, you know, him just flat out saying in that meeting that he's not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. All
0: right. John Solomon joins us now, editor in chief, justthenews.com. Sir, how are you?
6: Good to be with you, Sean.
0: Well, I give him credit. He is one of a number of whistleblowers that have been extraordinarily brave. Now we have six of them. And what we have learned, frankly, has been beyond eye-opening, especially to me. And I think that, you know, these WhatsApp messages should shock the conscience of every American. That's my own humble opinion. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. Or the idea that, you know, that he wants to treat every citizen equally and that based on his experience if this was a small business owner or any non-connected individual they would have been charged with felony counts
6: yeah that's right and uh, to understand gary shapley one has to understand that before he came to the hunter biden case as the supervisor for all the irs team assigned to prosecute tax evasion by hunter biden he was one of the most trusted agents that the irs has put in the field he was all over the world working with foreign governments. And just in the last couple of years, he helped recover $3.5 billion in taxpayer money. And by the end of this year, that total will have risen to $5 billion when a few more uh, cases are resolved. This is a man that went out, found tax cheats, and got the money back for the American people on a daily basis. All over the world, he brought one of the big Swiss bank cases. So this is a serious, well-decorated, well-liked IRS agent. And he gets involved in this case, and he doesn't care it's Hunter Biden. He just cares that these are the evidence. We need to go do it. And all of a sudden, as he related in those clips, you hear him say, we aren't treating Hunter Biden that way. You can't get a search warrant for two locations, even though you met the probable cause. You can't interview uh, certain witnesses. You can't ask questions about Joe Biden. Oh, even though we all agree, and when he says all agree, he said, David Weiss, U.S. attorney, the line prosecutors in the Justice Department tax division, the career people working on the case, even the assistant, they all agreed Hunter Biden should be charged with felony tax fraud that went or felony tax evasion that went back to 2014 and the money he took from the Ukrainian company, Bruce Moldings. And we were told we couldn't bring those charges. And I said, well, what happened? And he said, well, you know, we were still trying to fight to get it done. And I saw Merrick Garland say this guy Weiss in Delaware he can make the turn no one's blocking it and I knew that wasn't true and that was my moment to come forward and tell the American people tell Congress tell the inspector general they're being lied to by their Attorney General it was not this is very
0: key here because we know that Merrick Garland testified under oath that in fact the prosecutor Weiss had the authority uh, to go anywhere he needed to go to to pursue any lead in this case but we know for a fact, not once, but on two separate occasions where the leads took him, that he was shut down. And that's when he told six separate IRS whistleblowers now that have come forward, maybe more people in the end. Uh, and what he's what they are saying is that what what David Weiss told them contradicts what the attorney general of the United States was telling Congress under oath. That's called perjury where I come from.
6: Yeah, listen, I think the big issue here is that there are multiple witnesses to a conversation where David Weiss first describes it. That- he recommended criminal felony charges to the U.S. attorney in Washington, the U.S. attorney in Los, An- uh, Los Angeles. People say, well, why Why did why he recommend Why didn't he bring him himself? The answer is Hunter Biden lived in those locations during the time the alleged tax evasion occurred. So only under the tax law, only those U.S. attorneys could bring the charges. And at that time, Joe Biden had just named those U.S. attorneys, and they both come back to David Weiss, according to the conversation Gary Shapley directly had with their, David Weiss, the prosecutor in Delaware, and he says... We've been turned down. We've been turned down. We can't do it. And I, and he basically said in the meeting, this is very important. He said in the meeting that he w- wasn't the guy who could make the decision on the charges. That directly contradicts what Merrick Garland said. Merrick Garland said that Weiss could bring whatever charges wherever he wanted. We didn't know. That uh, until just a few days ago, that David Weiss wanted to become a special counsel because of the blockages. It we didn't know that the statute of limitations on more serious offenses. But
0: didn't David Weiss also himself uh, deny that there was any obstruction under oath? Didn't he lie? Was he? Seems like he was pressured. He was telling the IRS whistleblowers one thing and
6: testified. Yeah, he hasn't testified yet, so we don't know what David Weiss's opinion is yet. We're going to find out, I suspect, because three committees in Congress are going to work together now house ways and means house judiciary and house oversight they're going to jointly interview all of the justice department officials the FBI agents the IRS agents the U.S. attorneys and the assistant U.S. attorneys and the tax division lawyers this is unprecedented to see three committees work together to uh, try to find the truth on this if Gary Chapley's found the truth and all of my reporting suggests he is a lot of uh people are going to have some big answers to give in the american public and it seems like right now there is an overwhelming amount of evidence that in fact weiss was turned down i've talked to people in the u.s attorney's offices they said yeah we turned him down so i think this is going to turn out that gary shapley is going to tell the truth i think if these justice officials talk they're probably going to have to admit this happened
0: quick break more with the editor-in-chief justthenews.com john solomon and on the other side we'll get to your calls all right. More with editor in chief investigative reporter, just dot com. John Solomon is with us. All right. Let me move forward because now we're talking about money from 2014 forward and and some of that money from Burisma. Let, let me go to the issue. We already know and have established that Hunter Biden had no experience in, in energy in any way, shape, manner or form. Let me go to 2017, where Hunter is pushing for this $10 million needed to be invested, he said, annually in this joint venture with this communist Chinese energy company, CEFC, uh, and uh, was angry at the $5 million proposal, saying, and that's new to me, that is not acceptable to me, etc." And then we come up with these... Uh, WhatsApp messages. Now, we do know that, that Hunter said, I, I can make $5 million in salary from any any law firm in America. Now, he's saying this at a time when, at least according to the attorneys for Hunter Biden, that they were claiming that he was on drugs in, in 2017 and 2018. Okay, put that aside. Uh, I doubt he could have made $5 million in salary with any firm in America at that point in his life. Um, and he says it's not about the money. And then the WhatsApp message. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Now, that would be the chairman of the CEFC, the Chinese Energy Conglomerate. That is on the heels of the other WhatsApp message. I'm sitting here with my father. We would like to understand why the commitment... May it has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I'd like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold the grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Um, wow, that's a shakedown. And interestingly, well, just a few days later, five million dollars was sent to the Bidens.
6: Yeah. yeah, remember in 2019 when it was called preposterous, uh, preposterous, uh, a conspiracy theory? Irresponsible reporting that uh, Hunter Biden would ever have used his father's name to make money. Now, the Democrats don't even try to pretend that anymore. This is a classic shakedown. Listen, this guy's powerful sitting next to you. Don't pay me. He's going to ruin your business in, in uh, China. Now, you talked about those text messages. Uh, after the 4th of July uh, break, I'm going to make uh, public some new text messages I've obtained through. FOIAs and other things, you're going to see something very important. You're going to see that the team around Hunter Biden that was dealing with CEFC in the time, they knew exactly what the Chinese government wanted the Biden family name for. In fact, they were specifically saying, we need the name. We need the Biden family name. We're going to lay out exactly why it is, and it will go very importantly to the issue that ron johnson and chuck rousey began raising in 2020 was the biden family name used to compromise national security national economic security when people see these text messages it's going to be very clear that the biden team the team that was working and shaking them these chinese officials down for 10 million dollars they knew exactly what the Chinese wanted to use the name for, what they were going to try to do. I think the American people will be shocked that an American family was going to help China do this. You're going to see it in a couple of weeks right after the 4th of July.
0: All right, John Solomon, editor-in-chief, justthenews.com, investigative reporter. Uh, look forward to having that story after the 4th. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken through abortion. Now, preborn.com, they're dedicated to saving these precious lives and they're using the science of 4D ultrasound to do it by offering free ultrasounds to any expecting mom.
2: That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture.
0: Now, you see, when an expecting mother meets that precious baby inside her, they end up being more than twice as likely to choose life for that baby. Now, you can join them in this incredible effort of theirs, and that's Rescuing Babies' Lives. One ultrasound, $28. Uh, For $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds. And you know what? You might be saving five lives. You can donate securely by dialing pound 250 on your cell. Use the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. And unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat.
7: When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram. It does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him.
0: Can you help out this great mission of preborn? That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. We'll get to your calls here in a second. 941 our number. Uh, I want to remind you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, yeah, born on America's darkest day, 9 2001 They've been out there supporting the heroes that risk life and limb in the line of duty ever since. Detective Joseph Seals, he served with the Jersey City, New Jersey Police Department for 13 years. He worked with the city ceasefire unit, where he helped get dozens of illegal guns off the streets. He was shot and killed during a confrontation with an armed gunman in 2019, only days before Christmas. He left behind his wife, Laura, and five children. Tunnel to Towers immediately paid off the family mortgage. And to date, the foundation has delivered over 1,000 mortgage-free homes to our country's catastrophically injured vets, first responders, homeless vets, gold, gold star families, fallen first responder families. Anyway, they can only do it with your generosity, and we hope you'll join us all here at Team Hannity and commit to $11 a month. If we all do it, they can continue this great work. Go to their website, the letter T. The number two, the letter T dot org, the letter T, number two, letter T dot org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. I just refuse to take Chris Christie, who's all over CNN, fake news, all over the mainstream media, all over the liberal newspapers. They love him now. They love him because he's like John McCain and Mitt Romney, and he's out there attacking Trump. He's not running a serious presidential campaign. So poll out, you know, he was at 4% today. four percent today Uh the only two people that had respectable numbers. Donald Trump, 50 some odd percent, you know, and Ron DeSantis at 20, I think, two percent. You know what? Nobody else is doing well. The rest are in single digits. And this guy is running just so we can get on into debate, say he's afraid to debate me. No, he's not stupid enough to debate you because he knows it's going to be a waste of his time. Nobody liked you when you left New Jersey, and I doubt anybody likes you anymore today. Listen.
5: I think he's a coward, and I think he's a puppet of Putin. I really do. I, I think, I don't know why, I say the truth, I can't figure it out, but there's no other conclusion to come to. But I don't want to say his name, because for these other pretenders, he is, for those of you who read the Harry Potter books like Voldemort. <laughs> he is he who shall not be named. He hasn't won a damn thing since 2016. And the border is ridiculous. And But, Trump, all, and but by his way,
4: policies did much better in everything you just mentioned. But, and, 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 but wait a second, if, Bill.
5: If you, it, his, his policies did not do better at the border, okay? He's been a puppet of Putin um, from the time he was president. A lonely, self-consumed, Self-serving mirror hog is Donald Trump. I'm saying I can't support him. I, you can't. Su- you won't vote for I him. can't support either one of them. And I don't know why he's afraid. You think he's afraid? Oh, I do. He's, I do. I think he's, he's afraid. Bad.
0: Just a waste of time. All right. Donna, Massachusetts wants to argue with me. All right. We'll let you be Chris Christie. Go ahead.
2: No, I don't want to argue with you, Sean. I might think uh, he was pretty bad when he was he was governor.
0: Yeah, it was awful. <laughs>
2: take you off the subject matter that you're on all day. Um,
7: why do presidents take home classified
2: and not classified documents?
0: What? Well, I mean, if you want to know the truth, there's a lot of reasons to it. I mean...
2: Why aren't they? Why aren't they told that they can't take anything at all? And it just, it uh, just goes into the archives.
0: Well, there's two issues here. Number one, classification, declassification. The president has the authority, sole authority to do that. But there's absolutely... There's no government manual... There's no legal process that any president has to follow to make that happen. So that number one is, you know, if the president says I declassified it, okay, prove him wrong. What was he supposed to do that he didn't do? Number two, at the end of administration, it's pretty chaotic. We learned that from Jim Comey, didn't we? When a new administration's coming in, old administration leaves, it's pretty chaotic at the White House. And that's when he went in and sent his guys in to set up, you know, General Flynn. And, and that, which was a pretty crappy thing to do. And, and just, frankly, just abhorrent, actually. Um, as it relates to when an administration leaves, I mean, do you think the president is responsible for packing every box that goes to wherever they're headed after the White House? No.
2: Oh, I, no, I think the, uh, the archival, will situation the employees there are responsible for putting it in the box and archiving it
0: well I mean at some point you know we got to look at the national you know administration you know the uh, uh, Archives and Records Administration and their role in all of this uh, the lack of any any stringent methods of declassification um, I think they all bear responsibility in this. You know, the court will decide, you know, to what extent the Presidential Records Act is involved in this and who actually has the authority to have it or not. And I, you know, to me, I just, you know, the whole process is a mess and it's been a mess for a long time as evidenced by not one, but four locations that Joe Biden had top secret classified information on or the fact that Hillary Clinton had them all over her servers. Never mind the subpoenaed emails that she deleted. God only knows what was available there. Or the fact that our our most hostile enemies were able to tap into her servers and her computers. So, you know, it's the whole thing to me is a mess. Uh, Anyway, I hope that answers your question, Don. Thank you, Doug. Maryland next Sean Hannity show.
4: Sean, great to speak with you. Um, I just have a question about the uh, scandal with Biden. Um, Do you know if I know you have based upon what you said yesterday you have connections inside the white house do
0: you know- Well, i would say the word is sources i have a lot of sources well, not- remember i'm a member of the press i'm a talk show host i do journalism i do investigative journalism i do opinion i do culture sports and we're like an entire newspaper so i'm a member of the press but i don't lie like all these other people and claim i'm a journalist because they're not journalists they're talk show hosts just like me they're members of the press like me but they're they're liars.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, do you know if uh, Congressman Comer is in the process of also investigating the forty-fourth president of the United States, who would have been Biden's um, uh, boss uh, from from two thousand nine through two thousand sixteen, and whether he has any involvement in uh, Biden receiving uh, millions from foreign adversaries? Do you know if Senator, Co- or excuse me, Congressman Comer is uh, doing that at this time?
0: uh, Congressman Comer is turning over every rock, every stone, following every lead, talking to every whistleblower, fighting for every document that he can get his hands on and try to put this big puzzle together. And he's made a lot of progress. And I think a a picture is now emerging that we never had before. That Joe Biden lied to the country, that he was intimately involved in Hunter's foreign business dealings. And it looks like he took specific actions as vice president to help Hunter continue to get paid. You know, I was, I was watching an exchange this morning. I forgot what show it was. And it was, you know, with uh, Comer was on. And they're saying, well, you know, but a lot of people didn't like the Ukrainian prosecutor that you fired. Um, he leveraged a billion of our dollars to fire that prosecutor. Um, didn't get anyone else to get involved in that. And the net result of it was Hunter continued to get paid a fortune for something on which he admits he had no experience in. That would seem like a specific action benefiting the Biden family financially. There's a word for that. Where I grew up, there's a word for that. What's, I don't know where you grew up. What would you call it?
4: Well, it's uh, scandalous, um, to be honest with you. But um,
0: mm-hmm. I'd have a different word. begins with a B.
4: <laughs> but what I'm interested to know is that, um, you know, did Obama turn the other cheek? Did he, uh, was he directly involved? Did he allow Biden to uh, take part in this? I mean, I think this definitely warrants uh, an investigation in and of itself as well.
0: I think all of it does. And you know what? I think we're getting to the bottom of it. And if I have to guess today, I think that I am probably more hopeful than I've ever been that I think the Biden family is in deep legal trouble. Joe Biden is in deep legal trouble. And they just, you know what? It's unfortunately they were not able to cover their tracks. These WhatsApp messages are very revealing. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. And I know for a fact, thanks to my sources as a member of the press and as a talk show host, um, I know that there are other whistleblowers that have yet to come that have as compelling, if not more compelling information to share with the American people. Stay tuned. Uh, all right. Let's say hello to David. David's heart is troubled. He's in Texas. You're probably troubled because it's 4,000 degrees down in Texas right
2: now. Hello, Sean. Thank you for taking my call, sir. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Well, just uh, kind of on a different not a, not really on a different thought, but as long as the same line as what John Solomon was reporting earlier. And uh, thank you for doing what you do and keeping it keeping it in the forefront on a daily basis. But yeah, heart's a little troubled here, and I guess kind of a I don't want to say a disgruntled vo- voter, but you know we come to you, you tell us and, and you lay it out every day what we need to do as a voter. Uh, and go to the polls and cast our vote. And we did that in 2016, got the greatest president. I think we've ever gotten in there and did a tremendous thing for this country. We came out in even bigger numbers in 2020. And yet, and I, I feel that that election was stolen and you lay out all these different things that when you go from Hillary Clinton to all the emails that were the 30,000 and the bleach bit and, and all this other stuff. And then you start you get into the Hunter Biden thing. And then you listen, to, I mean, you listen to the Mueller report. The, the Durham report, horror Horowitz's report, at me as a voter, you know, we did what we were supposed to do, but yet it was still taken away from us. How do you square that with your listeners, that you got to keep the faith and got to keep going? And I get that. I'm not going to give up. But at some point. Well, let
0: me ask you another way. Let me, let me reverse the question and throw it back at you. What other option do we have? To give up? We don't. To surrender?
2: We don't. Never.
0: No. So you got to fight, and I know people time get times get discouraged. I get discouraged, but you know what? At the end of the day, you know, we kind of know how it all ends. God wins in the end, but in the meantime, I would like this beacon of light, this beacon of hope, this shining city on a hill, to return to its former greatness, and it's, and we're capable of it.
2: Sure, that's what I hope for. I've been in law enforcement for twenty nine years.
0: Wow! And thank you.
2: I raised my hand. Thank you. Yes, sir. I raised my hand and took an oath to uphold the law. And it seemed like all these people—they just after time after time—it depends on who you are, the law doesn't apply to you. And it just—it gets very frustrating. And you know, the old adage—you can only kick a dog so many times—going to turn around and bite you, you know. And it's—it's it's almost getting to that point where you can only going to kick these Republicans or these people, these conservatives, so many times, and something's going to happen somewhere. You know, and just I just don't want people to lose their faith. you got to keep going. you got to keep it.
0: If I had to use an analogy, I think that the dam is about to burst, and I can't wait for it to burst.
2: I hope, I hope it does. I hope it does, Sean.
0: All right, my friend. Let not your heart be troubled. Hang in there. Uh, all right, let's say hi. All right, Gary in Utah, Richard in New Jersey, different views. We only have two minutes, guys. Gary, you go first. What's on your mind?
7: Fantastic, Sean. Hey, I had a chance to meet with you about four months ago in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm a business owner. But the one thing that I think the public is just forgetting is Donald Trump was the first president in many, many years that promised things and actually went forward and tried to accomplish them. But the problem we have now is we have Donald Trump as a businessman. We have all of these politicians who want to run against him to possibly create this. But if we don't get Trump back in in the next four years— We might as well kiss this country goodbye because these guys are going to spend four years trying to make everybody happy to get eight years out
5: of it. All right,
0: Richard, you have a different view. What's on your mind?
1: A substantially different view. Donald Trump, uh, we're going to spend the next four years just listening to Donald Trump constantly litigating his very next battle. Uh, It would be a disservice to this country to continue.
0: Now, if he becomes president, all those legal battles go away because you can't. LeBron
1: DeSantis is the president. It makes more sense.
0: You know, you said something that's just factually inaccurate. If he became president, all those legal troubles would be put on hold. All of them.
7: thing is, DeSantis would be a great president in six, five or six years from now. But Trump's got to go in because it will become a bloodbath to get rid of the people from the FBI, the uh, Department of Justice. We've got a clean house completely. It will be a bloodbath. But no one else is going to do it except for Trump because he has to clean house and possibly drain part of the swamp.
1: Richard? Trump, Trump failed us during the midterms. He's gonna fail us again. He's failing in court and he consistently keeps failing. Ron DeSantis hasn't done any of those things. We need to start changing party lines. Ron DeSantis is the right way to go. Won. Completely the wrong path. The youth vote will not vote for Trump, period. It's not going to happen any longer. The man is obviously flawed and consistently keeps proving that he's flawed. And I'm exhausted of having to consistently come up with reasons why he is correct. When Do you think he's been treated fairly
0: by our justice system?
1: I think that he's betrayed America. Actually. I didn't
0: ask you that. I didn't ask you that.
1: Oh, sorry. What was the question?
0: Do you think that he's been unfairly targeted by our justice system and by the media?
1: I think that he's been unfairly treated by the media, but not by our justice
0: system. You really don't think so? Then why didn't they raid Hillary's Chappaqua house and Joe's four residences with top secret classified information?
1: Regardless of what happened- I'm asking you a question, answer the question. I'm answering the question. It doesn't change the fact
0: that he shouldn't have had- No, why didn't, if we have equal justice, why didn't they do it to everybody?
1: If we keep pointing the finger somewhere else.
0: Ah, okay, because you don't really care. I understand. All right, that's going to wrap things up for us today. Hope you have a great 4th of July, and a lot of news will be breaking as soon as we get back. Have a great holiday. Uh, we'll have the latest on this Supreme Court decision against affirmative action, and race can't be a factor for college admissions. Jonathan Turley. Uh, we also have the latest Fox News polling that shows that Donald Trump has gained ground post-indictment. Uh, that shouldn't surprise anybody. And uh, Democrats are really pissed off at rfk jr and by the way why is chris christie wasting our time and uh also we'll have all of this coming up nine eastern say dvr hannity on the fox news channel audience edition we'll see you tonight have a great fourth i'll see you after the holiday and uh enjoy that time with your friends and family we live in the greatest country god gave man there is hope don't ever forget it keep hope alive Now, you could even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today.